0: What's up, world? It's your boy, Sway, from MTV News, and for the last time during the regular season, we are back with episode Patrick Ewing of Knifey Knifey Lion Lion Radio. Radio. In these trying times, the world turns to us, and we turn back to say, we are the gift. gift. Joining me from the rope bridge shark walk at Newport Aquarium is the fin sore swims with gators, Zach.
1: Uh, Yeah, I boycott the aquarium,
0: but... (laughs) Carry on. (laughs) I think I might have done swims with the gators already, actually. Um, And from one bus stop before Zanesville, it's the most famous LaSalle Lancer who Steve Shabbat prays to not see in a dark alley. It's Nick from soccer.
2: We got memberships to the aquarium, so once again, Zach and I are (laughs) at odds. Wow, you vegan Poser, are you a
0: pescatarian too? You gonna drop that bomb on Zach right now? No, no, I'm, no animals. What is an animal? Chad is in a Mexican jail. Um, today we throw all the dirt in the world on top of this endless, record-breaking, nauseating, regular season... We couldn't stop winning. And for the sake of tradition, we'll do a brief recap, recap of the 3-3 thrashing, thrashing against Nashville SC. We'll choose a... Diggle Smash! We'll pass out a James the Jeweler 5% off on Tuesdays between 1 and 2 coupon to the FCC... Man. ...of the week. And also... Before the playoffs begin next week, Secretary of the Pride, vast knower of soccer minutiae, and constant carrier of the hammer and sickle, Kevin Wallace will provide us with a one-minute preview of the USL Western Conference playoffs. What?
3: Totally screwed up on two minutes. Enjoy.
0: That segment will truly blow at least three minds as we here at KLR have paid zero attention and give zero shits about the USL Western Conference uh, Kevin will also be providing an MLS Minute for episodes next season, unless he blows it today. Nick, what are your thoughts about that? Things are changing. It's getting wild, man. Getting we're, wild. We're a real soccer podcast for is, one minute at a time.
1: Is he uh, Is he a communist?
0: <laughs> no, I know what the hammer and sickle means.
1: Do you think I was just throwing that out there for that reason? <laughs> hey, I'm all about it. Carl Linder might have a problem.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see what happens by the end of this. And after that, it's time for... Potpourri. Where there's been a decent amount of weirdness to talk about and we'll do that and uh that's probably only half the podcast because if we survive all that it'll be time for our end of year awards i was thinking about calling them the cliers Cliers. (laughs) (laughs) should we go with that or does anybody have a better name for awards i got nothing zach (laughs) you can't be worse (laughs) than nick
1: are you drinking out of a cincinnati soccer talk
0: water bottle (laughs) it's full of their tears interesting it was free swag at the, <laughs> at the kick, uh, I'm going to call it kickball, at the foot golf tournament. Mmm, mm-hmm. wiggle water. <laughs> uh, in the interest of time, John Hark's John Cave of, Cave of Wonders, Wonders, and we are sponsored by Speedway. 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 Zach, uh, I will not speed past this. Do you have a Speedway story before we get into the minutia? I said that word already.
1: No, I went uh, the other day, Ever, you got like seven minutes to get to work, you know, it's going to take <clears throat> probably 11 or 12 they still stop at Speedway.
0: <laughs> Nick, I gave you a whole week to do some uh, personal investigating. Any news?
2: Yeah, actually, I, I did stop. Um, I had a uh, hankering for some Lay's dill pickle flavored oh, chips. God, <laughs> fuck! Come on, man. Are you serious? Well, I mean, I hate pickles, so I'm not. I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat the pickled chips. Oh man, they're so good. They're the best. But yeah, the Speedway right next to uh, my house. Uh, carries them and uh, very reliably so. Every time I've been in there, they've had them. So
0: one thing I noticed last time I was at Speedway, they do carry the XXL. Wait, no, X extra Flamin' Hot, Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Before you could only get them, I've only seen them in Illinois near Chicago. But they're bringing them home. They know what Daddy wants. Zach, you were gonna say something?
1: Yeah, that's completely off the subject. I should save it. But since you mentioned, since you mentioned Chad in the intro, uh, I saw him on Friday night. He was telling me he was with a bunch of people and one of them was like, uh, yeah, I was just listening to this FC Cincinnati podcast and they were saying blah, blah, blah. And Chad is like, oh, which podcast was it? And they said to him, wait, you're not. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. (laughs) They had to walk away, put a hand on the wall. Like, you got to be kidding. You're not. (laughs)
0: that's proof folks chad is very real he's still living off his klr fame just goes to show you something i don't know what it is i don't over there anyway yeah but uh moving right along to the recap Recap. is this sad guys last regular season recap you thought it would never end but it did um yeah nashville in nashville honestly didn't give it a second thought About attending, but uh, a lot of people did saw him on the hillside, cheering him on. Starting lineup, uh, it is interesting because it was strong. Uh, Nick, I'll ask you first. Did you notice anyone missing from the lineup and or the 18?
2: I sure did. I thought for sure that our message was going to get out there. And uh, apparently, we just have a coach with a cold fucking heart, man. All he does is win compassionately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our one—I
0: think there was one tweet with free village, <laughs> might have gotten two retweets. Uh, the likes don't cut it, folks. If you want to really get the message out, you gotta retweet it. Uh, but yeah, honestly, I wasn't really surprised. But I thought we might get like a Cicerone type deal or one of those starting lineups. But no, this—the um, announcer is saying this could be, and they know, McCloskey knows. It's like, this could be a sneak peek at our starting lineup in the playoffs. My question to you, Zach, do you think that was a smart move?
1: No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't think it's a bad move. I think it's... Probably doesn't matter either. I don't think it's helpful one way or the other. And, you know, Koch doesn't owe anybody any handouts, really. No. We got Ledesma out there trying to get his spot as a MVP. So you play him. Corbin Bone making 100 appearances. So you play him. The keeper one... I don't know. You really you don't want to lose to Nashville. I'm not saying that Village would have caused it, but it makes sense why you'd throw a strong lineup.
0: I was kind of like, we should lose to Nashville. <laughs> I didn't want to see him again. As it currently stands, uh, where you are at 4.30pm, Bethlehem Steel is up one goal to nothing. I think if things ended exactly how they are, even though I don't think the other game has happened yet, we would play Nashville again. Yeah, that was a pretty exciting game. My uh, first thing that I noticed, our man Nazmi on Badawi, a little clean shaven, and uh, took the sideburns up. I want to, hopefully it was a barber who I can blame and not himself, but those sideburns went up way too high. I think we call those asshole sideburns around these parts, (laughs) and uh, yeah, not a good look, Nick. So that was obviously the biggest part of the game. What did you think about Nazmi's sideburns?
2: Yeah, no, you were, you were texting us during the game about it. It was apparently really getting under your skin. Um, <laughs> I only focus on it, the important thing. I think it I think it helped his game, man. I actually think he had a really good game last night. I was thinking about what Zach said last time about that's one of his positions. You kind of don't want to stand out. If you don't stand out, it means you're doing everything right. And uh, that was the way I kind of felt about him. Like he looked he looked pretty solid. He had a couple really good slick passes. So yeah, man, whatever whatever he's going to do to his hair, do it.
1: Um, I actually said last week that's a position where you don't want to go unnoticed. But oh, the sentiment is still there. He played well, I thought. And um if that ball doesn't bobble up, I think he would have scored that one on his left foot.
2: I just Yeah, agreed. Um, agreed. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I remember uh, there was a guy we worked with, he showed up for work with high sideburns like that, and someone was like, dude, what'd you do that for? And he was like, I got a job interview. We're like, no. <laughs> that's not what we're saying. <laughs> not, not why did you get a haircut?
0: Higher. Higher, <laughs> higher. Once you get to the uh it's not funny anymore when you get to the top of the ear. <laughs> then it's like, oh, he
1: didn't go there. He had. They were there No he's
0: not there I'm no. saying When it gets that high Then it's like You're 40 And you've never left home And you grocery shop With your parents still That's what's going on Once it gets to the ear height That's neither here nor there uh, Some other things The first goal was uh, We left fucking Big Bird Tucker Hume Open for a header some people were throwing uh, Blake Smith under the bus. Some people will wait. But overall, I say Blake Smith had himself uh, a classic Blake Smith game.
1: He made some people look fucking dumb a couple times, too. Yeah,
0: so Blake Smith gives and he takes. Um, Adi started. How do we think Adi did out there?
2: Boy, I don't know, man. That was <laughs> that was probably the the low point for me. Um, I, th- I thought the team played great. But for me, Adi, just again, it just seemed like he kind of moves lethargically or something. I mean, obviously, the guy's full potential... I think he's he can bring a lot to the team, but that was probably the one player, honestly, I thought should have been subbed out at you know halftime, essentially, because um, I thought everyone else... Uh, you know, Blake Smith had a couple moments for sure, but I don't know. That touch last night just wasn't there. He didn't have it. He moves at a different speed than everyone else.
1: Yeah, which is slow as fuck.
0: <laughs> he's saving that juice. For next week, maybe he's the only one who got the message. He's like, I'm not giving him any of my tricks. <laughs> yeah. Watch this loose I, touch. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I thought I think Nick's right. I think you sub him off at halftime and send him a message, but they're not going to do that. Yeah, I wasn't expecting
0: whatever. him to start in the first place. I was a little surprised about that. But their field well, was not as uh, for a for baseball field was better than we're used to.
1: Yeah, he was trash. Let's be honest. He was garbage. Yeah, he
0: was. Like, so whatever. But on the flip side of trash, our man Corbin Bone scores two more goals and they were assisted. But for the most part, I felt like he just took it by the scruff of the neck, cut in, Pickens started aging right before our eyes. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I, we won't skip ahead to man of the match, but he made a strong case. Zach, how did Corbin bone look to you? You're always shitting on Corbin bone. You just will not respect Corbin bone. Has he finally earned your respect in the last game of the season?
1: Yeah. I think he should make the 18 uh, <laughs> next,
0: next week. week. <laughs> yeah. Um, the quest to get Hoyt a goal ended with a, a whimpery fart. There were, really wasn't any the last few weeks, honestly. I thought, we, I thought we had some momentum towards getting Hoyt a goal, but uh, I kind of fell off. Nick, do you have any other moments that really stuck out with you in that game?
2: Um, No, nothing that comes to mind. But overall, um, I think Tyler Gibson did bring something to the table last night. Yeah, I forgot um, he was out there. Tyler Gibson yeah, started. It was The game was really, but for me, it was about, or midfield, um, and and specifically Corbin Bone, Tyler Gibson, Mike LaHood, and and Nazmi, uh, those guys I thought had a great game. We, we talked about earlier in this podcast about there was a lot of bunching up and uh, whatnot going on in the field, and I felt like Tyler Gibson was, was keeping a, a back, giving enough distance and enough space for everybody in front of them to operate. Can I say
1: um, no? Yeah, I thought, I mean, Nick's right. I thought he did. He did go backwards a little too often, but he kept possession really well. I can't really complain. Um, I think I think maybe just Kenny and Nazmi when they're both out there, that's when you see the positional problems. Maybe it's just in my head, maybe I'm fucking I don't know, seeing what I want to see, but I think uh I don't think they can play well together. They fight with each other when they're out there and they bump into each other when they're not fighting.
0: So last night I thought it was better. Richie Ryan made his triumphant return Zach I'll ask you he didn't get a chance to show too much he did get an assist on the second Corbin bone goal how'd Richie Ryan look I thought he looked pretty good Lasso really the moment of the game for me Lasso attempted scissor kick a beautiful sight didn't get much power behind it but oh my oh my Zach did you end up getting to see a replay of it i didn't wow nick what were your thoughts that was clearly the highlight of the game
2: that was really impressive think about how big that dude is i do all the and time for, <laughs> it's constant him, in my mind how much how much does he weigh i mean do you i know you probably have that done that.
0: <laughs> hold on
2: just to think i mean that frame getting up that high for an overhead kick is really impressive.
0: Yeah, so the game in general, I was kind of wishy-washy. When they go up and I'm like, fine, just fucking let them win. And then we tied. I'm like, okay. And then we went ahead I'm I like, oh hell yeah. And then they tied and I was like, Ugh, whatever. So I think it all, uh, it all worked out in the end and we keep our streak. We set the record for most uh, unbeaten games in a row. I think we got some other record. I don't know. I think we're the first USL team ever to have four players with at least 10 goals. Basically every record you could fucking drum up in your brain Well, oh, we've got it um, Zach do you have any final thoughts on this last regular season game before we move on to our world famous segments
1: yeah I wish Patty would have fucking killed that guy who shoved Nazmi I thought uh, his tackle was a yellow card but it wasn't violent at all it didn't cause any pain and then he gets shoved in the chest for it I think Decca would have let that guy know
0: well i'll segue right into this week's edition of deckle smash because for me my deckle smash was nazmi clipping that guy <laughs> the guy shoving him in the chest which just seemed like so unwarranted i mean it was a yellow card for sure but it wasn't like he came in from behind and he just tripped the guy it wasn't like he was gonna break the guy's leg
1: yeah and like then, exactly uh, what i just said
0: yeah well you know you stole my thunder it was in my notes i could not read it you could lip read nazmi he's like the fuck out of my face! Huh? Get the fuck out of my, Shut the fuck! It was beautiful. <laughs> Not intimidating at all. Especially with those mutton chops. Wouldn't, wouldn't you have loved if that Nashville player
1: Put his hands up by his ears. like, <laughs> made fun of his cybers.
0: <laughs> I would switch allegiances right there. Well, Nazmi wouldn't even gotten it. He's like, what was that dude even doing? And then, like, someone would be like, mate. Yeah, P- Patty would be like, mate. Hey, those things are. Oh, uh, those things. Those things are fucking butchered, mate. <laughs> it's foggier than 3 a.m. at the Cove, mate. Your are know, I- gash. <laughs> <laughs> he's,
1: he's a cockney english woman
0: i was gonna quote a line from blood diamond for Koch as, but i don't know fucking anything in that uh but yeah uh but there so then patty later got a fucking fuckle that's probably that's probably what they call it in ireland he got a fuckle good shove in later there was a few moments a few bodies went flying um it's not a deckless match but blake definitely got away with a pk he uh lost the ball and then shoved the dude in the back
1: oh yeah i was gonna talk about that that really pissed me off so he's got the ball down at the touchline and he's just hell-bent on somehow getting it through the patty and so he's like trying to get the angle trying to get the angle to make this pass to patty who's at the sideline it's like just fucking boot it man
2: and yeah, then, you could see it coming, in and, and then he did. finally,
1: and then he goes for it when there's no angle there at all, and loses it. Then yeah, should have given up a penalty.
2: No, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But you're absolutely right. He has the ball, it, basically by the corner flag. He's trying to make that pass. So what does he do? He dribbles into the most dangerous area possible and loses the fucking ball. That was horrible. But he did it
0: with a smile. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I'm actually giving it to. Let's give, sorry, I don't want to give it to the guy who shoved him. I'll give it to Patty. He had a good one in there. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was deckle worthy uh, As for this week's FCC Man! of the week, I'm trying to think of one that's not Corbin Bone because it was so obvious and good. <laughs> He's won it so many times. I'll throw one out for Richie Ryan because I'm just proud of him. Dak, how about you? I
1: mean, you don't have to make a fucking hip pick. Corbin Bones, the man of the week.
0: <laughs> Something hip about picking Richie Ryan. I'm sure Richie Ryan's a square, uh, an Irish square, which means he's cool.
2: Nick, how about you? Yeah, I'll look way too pretentious if I go with someone other than Corbin Bone like you did and uh yeah I'm gonna have to go with Corbin Bone
0: too I'm changing mine to Danny Koenig Danny Koenig wait did he even play I don't remember he did play Ah, uh, yeah he was kind of the unsung hero but Corbin Bone this is at least your third or fourth FCC Man. of the week enjoy your five percent off coupon Tuesdays between one and two maybe something I don't know a tennis bracelet <laughs> It's my favorite thing to suggest uh but yeah congrats to you And before we get to potpourri and then the big awards show that everybody's waiting on, very special. This was the last game of the season. Playoffs are almost entirely set. Not quite. The Western Conference, we have, you know, paid zero attention at all to. We had one episode where Zach made fun of the teams based on pretty much just their name. Because of that, and because the playoffs are going to start, and hopefully we're going to meet one of these teams in the finals, I wanted a Western Conference preview, but not a long one. I thought a minute would be perfect uh before we jump into it nick do you have any western conference thoughts that you've been saving up for this moment
2: <laughs> never have and probably never will <laughs> zach
0: I have a question did drogba retire i think he still plays occasionally <clears throat> i feel like i've seen him in some tweets
1: the usl made a post today saying thanks for
0: everything this could be his last season maybe because I, I went to his
1: instagram i didn't see anything i was just curious
0: but yeah so kevin kevin, kevin. <laughs> um <laughs> Kevin Wallace has recorded a, a one minute preview for us and uh let's give him a listen our comrade, our comrade. <laughs> he wears the same outfit every single day like Castro take it away
3: well, for most of the year, the butterflies of Real Monarchs were leading the conference, but like a toddler at Crone Conservatory, their wings were grabbed onto and they went into a free fall. The top seed in the West are actually Orange County, led by penalty kick expert Aiden Quinn. There's actually a decent chance Aiden Quinn beat Emmanuel Ledesma for the MVP this year in USL. Sacramento Republic, the original FC, came in second by mere one point after they too finished the season strong. Cameron Owasa doing his best Joey Vado impression by being the only player on the team that matters, accounted for 17 goals. The second highest scorer on their team had five. And Sugar were going down to the Phoenix next, where a very strong team said, I don't care, and squandered a better playoff seed. Dance, dance all you want, but Phoenix is a very strong team with the ability to go deep in the playoffs. Yours truly has them as the eventual winners of the Western Conference, with a roster that is simply irresistible. This is a team that hopes to say thanks for the memories, USL, as they too play young volcanoes and erupt into MLS. Totally screwed up on totally two, two, two minutes. Enjoy.
1: Interesting. That was the most pro we've the podcast has ever been.
0: <laughs> All right, but for this week's edition of Popery on Wednesday, FCC's social media maven Alex Steck put out a milquetoast tweet about the FCC versus Nashville game. Beloved retired blonde bro right back Frankie Hayduk replied with some confusing fireballs. I'll read them for you now. This is Alex Steck's tweet that really set him off pressure's on nashville sc now
1: Wait, do you want me to be frankie
0: <laughs> do you want to be frankie <laughs> yeah okay i'll be alex steck again pressure's on <laughs> pressure's on nashville sc now last chance to make it into the playoffs versus the number one team fc cincinnati on saturday gonna be a good battle hashtag nash versus sin Frankie comes in, um... Your
1: true person is not real!
0: (laughs) Hashtag, I just tell the truth.
1: Never liked you anyway!
0: (laughs) Knew you were a fake. He capitalized fake. Sorry, Alex. I'm over you! Hashtag, take the money and run. He tried to use an ampersand can't use that yeah, can't a use mess. that in a hashtag hashtag trader hashtag jump ship hashtag i stay on my boat until the end hashtag so sad for you hashtag roots when somebody <laughs> tweeted dude i hope you got hacked i know that is not your style and he says
1: nope sam i'm over all the jump shippers this is me i've dedicated my life to this franchise so if you think that this is not me you're crazy <laughs> she took the easy way out i don't like easy <laughs> wow can i say uh i said in an earlier episode that you know no matter what bullshit he said about us giving away free tickets like i love frankie he's one of my favorite players mostly because i thought he was talentless but like <laughs> he tried so hard and somehow got his way into the, the national team and like
0: the Bundesliga.
1: yeah like <laughs> you know um it's like man if this guy could do it um <laughs> for all of us but uh obviously now he can really
0: go fucking row a boat nick let's talk about your theory (laughs) your theory that he knew you know not spoiler alert they saved the crew that he knew that was coming so he lashed out enjoy (laughs) alex (laughs) thick do you want to convince me that that he knew that they were getting saved and so he became angry for strange reasons
2: i mean can we be honest here Is there any way that you're going to be convinced? I mean, you and Zach Zach are there licking your chops waiting for me to elaborate on this conspiracy theory. Well, here's the thing that
0: supports your uh, conspiracy. It seems like a lot of these Save the Crew people had a good idea this was in the works and this was going to happen. And you would think that, you know, someone associated with the team, their brand ambassador, uh, Frankie Haddock, would at least have a whiff of the same thing. So we all thought it meant like, oh, God, they're definitely not saving the crew. Oh, I don't want to speak for we, but a few people thought that, including myself, like, wow, he's pissed because the writing's on the wall. Now he's really lashing out. But he must have known something, which just makes him lashing out seem even fucking stupider.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I think
0: it's kind of somewhere in between. Yeah. If he was in the dark, then he's really, uh, I don't know.
2: He kind of got shafted. He would be really pumped to, like, kind of have it confirmed and... You know within the organization that they're going to be saved so yeah you're right it would be really weird for him to be like really pissy about it but you know the only thing i'm thinking is like you know he's had this grudge against her ever since she made the move and now that he had this idea that things were going to continue there he's just like kind of like letting loose plus he was probably fucking really drunk when he was making all these do you think drinking and driving is okay nick yeah i've always been a <laughs> full, full support of it <laughs>
0: drive fast Uh, and take chances well the thing is if he would have waited uh, a day or two you know and that he could have been like premature ejaculation stack he could have been part of something special i think
1: she probably would have left even without any of this happening because i'm sure i bet she's getting more money it's more exciting people care more better owner yeah i mean it's better for her no matter what even if they were never
0: but uh yeah the whole thing was fucking weird I think he would have gotten uh he would have looked like a dick either way, but he'd gotten away with it a little more if he would have waited for the crew to get saved. Like, see, you shouldn't have left. And was it him did he did Twitter shut him down or did he self shut down? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't she- feel like he didn't threaten her or anything, but
2: No, I don't know. We should probably ask someone who knows him personally. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know, you were de- you were defending him pretty hard there, Nick. So is Donald James over there? Yeah. If is I- Derek <laughs> Joe over there? <laughs> If you guys see me at a game, beating
1: someone's head in with a wrench, just tell the cops, oh, he's just fiercely tribal.
0: (laughs) I know him. (laughs) He's just fiercely tribal. You know who else is fiercely tribal? ISIS. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, I guess everybody could be. Oh, that was good. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, you know, I guess we kind of buried the lead. The crew... Someone was saying, uh, "Oh, this is gonna be the friendly rivalry." I'm
1: like, "No, it's not.
0: No, I don't dislike any team more. They got a lot of shitty fans. There's not gonna be any. Uh, they got a lot of good fans, but uh, they got plenty of shit bags too. They got into a fight with West Ham supporters. Who could forget? So I'm sure. Um, I'm sure things will pop off eventually. As much as uh, you know, Mister Pacman wants there to be endless goodwill. No. I'm gonna yeah. take a nice hot dump on him whenever I get the chance.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to f- be fiercely tribal, but <laughs> he should fuck off to Columbus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm glad they, uh, you know, I'm glad they'll be there. I, those will probably be the best games of the season. Zach and he saved, saved the crew thoughts. Besides what we've already said, <clears throat> no. What else can you say?
1: No. Part of me wanted them to fail. I'm gonna be completely honest. But... No,
0: I had that evil little part of me deep yeah. down, which was.
1: In the end, it will be fun to play them, but I don't like. I would have never put any effort into it. I didn't care that much. sorry. Think... <laughs>
0: <laughs> if it can happen to them, it can happen to you. Eh, no, not till I'm old and don't care anymore. <laughs> Are we going to say, Nick?
2: These uh, Austin games versus the crew will be very interesting. I think.
0: Yeah, it'll take them a few years to get it together.
2: I mean, so so, what is the deal? We can talk about that. What is the deal now? Like, so is there just you've come one to the right of- podcast? <laughs> I got all your facts, baby. I, I guess there's just one expansion slot open now or what?
0: I mean, really, they're making up the rules as they go along. But if we're that to believe what they've said is true, then yes. And um, now that St. Louis has like a new billionaire on board, could be them. All I know is it'll never be Sacramento. It's too bad. But Before we get to it out in the weeds, let's bring it back to what matters. And that's us. Stadium renderings came out, updated ones. Outside looked about the same, but the inside looked real snazzy. Updated attendance, or not attendance? Uh, capacity twenty-five to twenty-six thousand. It was bright orange. I didn't see any gaps in the lower bowl, and it was brickless. brickless. Uh, Zach, how'd you feel w- about what you saw? Are you still <clears throat> feeling positive? Yeah, I am. I think it looks fucking
1: awesome. I, think I texted you guys. I was like, I did think something with like a brick facade would look cool. I think I sent you guys pics of like Ibrox, I think kind of has a medium, like in between, like, even though I think they're building a new one, (laughs) but like in old school feel, but still like modern on the inside. But, um, really when you look around there, who are you going to model a building after to make it fit in? Everything around there looks like shit except there's like you're not going to make it look like music hall i think it's better because as they build around it everything is going to look new so i really i don't know i don't think i have any complaints really i was trying to figure out looking at the seating map one thing i don't like from any stadiums i couldn't really tell for sure is down one of the sidelines the lower section like the lowest section if those are club seats that i will have a problem with
0: i hope at the very least obviously uh don't put that on the tv side yeah. Because yeah. that makes it a hard, I'm, I'm hopefully not to watch many home games on TV, but it just looks shitty when you're watching the San Jose games, it's on that side. You want like all fans and uh, steep rows Yeah, you yeah. see it on TV. <clears> yeah, no field level club seats. It's terrible. I would say that I was kind of like, yeah, bricks and stuff would look kind of cool, but if they half-ass it, it would look kind of bad. And if they really did go the, like the full way of trying to look like, let's we'll just say they try to look like Music Hall, it'd probably be like, I don't know. Forty percent more inexpensive of a stadium to do all that fancy brickwork. Nick, what did you think? Were you excited? Yeah, I happening?
2: mean, to kind of mimic some of the stuff that you guys already said. I, I when I first saw the initial renderings, the very very first ones, I got really excited because I thought it looked really awesome. But then they started talking about since it was going to be the West End, but it doesn't it doesn't make or break my opinion either way. I think they both look cool. I think that uh, you're right about the building cost. I think having all that brick or, or, or trying to match the architecture of the area would be just, I mean, it has to be astronomical to do that. Looking on the inside looks amazing. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to be standing there, like, looking at the outside of the fucking stadium when I go there. I, I'm more interested in what's going on in the inside. And I am i am thrilled. I think you guys have brought up some good points over text conversations about, like, you know, a lot of wasted space and some other stadiums and the corners and stuff. And they, I think they absolutely nailed the inside of that place.
1: You know, the Emirates stadium is kind of smack dab, like it's surrounded by brick buildings and old fucking apartments and stuff like that and like i don't know it feels fucking fine i don't know it does i mean it does look a little like a s- spaceship kind of landed in the middle of a neighborhood but i think it's not going to matter i think it looks great the inside looks fucking awesome it's really hard to complain they had in their head that it was going to be like the kenny rogers roaster sign outside of kramer's apartment <laughs> and like, like how are these people going to feel trying to sleep and they have these orange neon lights glaring into their Apartment building. i
0: was like, well, just turn it off.
1: Yeah, it'll be all right. <laughs>
0: um, what made it even better was on FCC's official Facebook page when they tweet tweeted out. They posted their uh, post with the renderings and stuff. Some of these people, I, I don't, I don't know how they could be so surprised at this stuff and yet still see FCC in their feed. Um, a, a few good ones were, uh, where are they building this? Uh, another one was, uh, who's paying for this? And they say, where's this stadium going to go? There's and, uh, one. <laughs> Is this still going to Oakley? There's one. Did this team make the MLS? They should put this, uh, like the guy said, they should put this in Fairfield or Milford. Better ease of access. For, for people in Milford? Like uh, I, I love, just love the, who's paying for this? Like, Did you not remember any of this drama? Or, Where is this going? You know, it's still debating. You fucking idiot. This um, is on FCC's page. You have to like, like FCC or uh, whatever.
1: So we got all the info on the stadium, I guess about two hours before they announced it. <laughs> so we were like texting each other like, ooh, we got a fucking juicy take. Like we knew, I guess basically what happened, Carl Lindner was presented with 10 to 12 renderings. And he narrowed it down to two. And this was one of those two. (laughs) I guess so.
0: (laughs) And then they just fucking. And then they announced it. They just released (laughs) it all anyway. Two hours later, well before we had our podcast. We got to do these emergency podcasts (laughs) with our uh, very basic information. Folks, you are definitely going to believe what we have to tell you because it's not too crazy. Uh, But yeah, as someone who would have been fine with some brick, I turned into this like a slave to modernity. Because I was just getting annoyed at people like this doesn't fit at all, and then like you show them Google Maps, like fit what this fucking chain link fence, you asshole. Yeah. And uh, our man Dat dude came in strong with a hashtag. Hashtag we deserve. We deserves better. <laughs> that, that reads weird
1: we deserves better it's west end deserves yes, better. yes i get I it but
0: uh so i was thinking is that dude the man you want leading a social media crusade probably not that thing died real fast yeah. he didn't he can't, did have a, he did he can't have...
1: even type west end without <laughs> holding
0: pepper spray <laughs> so true uh have dj lead that one he seems like he's on your side aesthetically And hopefully in no other capacity. But we got to move along because we got a whole (laughs) award show to deal with here.
1: Yeah. Well, let me just say, I think it looks fucking great. I'm
0: super excited. Yeah, I'm excited for whatever tweaks. It was also revealed that they will be releasing the new uh, branding and stuff about a week after the USL season ends. So mid-November, get your fucking checkbook ready moving along to this week's this week's this year's inaugural cliers. cliers! everyone's talking about the Cliers. nick i heard you got stopped in kroger and someone said are you excited for the Cliers? What'd yeah i got bom-
2: i got bombarded and I, I told them that this was going to be the, the award show of the year they did not want to miss so <sighs>
1: About two out two days after Jonah sent me like the list of awards we were gonna do Cincinnati Soccer talked to their like silly awards and I about <laughs> lost it at work, <laughs> sure that they stole his idea like I was irate.
0: <laughs> Turns out, probably not.
1: Yeah, they, they, I think they've done it before. <laughs> so uh,
0: if you have done it before coast is clear if yeah. it's not we didn't steal
1: it from you i swear we didn't know double but, uh, check your
0: locks at night <laughs> but, uh, yeah i
1: was pretty fired up i'm glad i didn't go public with
0: that <laughs> i'm glad i'm the only one who tweets from the official account <laughs> <laughs> yeah i am too i, I kind of want to <laughs> say our passwords because it's so charming do you ever have a great password that you almost just want to share with people <laughs> but that defeats the whole purpose yeah kanye does uh zero, 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 zero uh but yeah so we have a few categories and uh nominees that's how award shows work and um we all know who the winner is but one of us just announced the winner we'll move through it pretty quick but uh you know this is just the stuff that was important to us this year and uh i don't want to call them funny awards i mean if they make you laugh good but like this stuff means a lot to me yeah it's real so i hope you take it seriously um, first category for this year is Clyer's Award. Award. Ooh, this is was this was a tough fought one. It's best, best blonde, Bond. and the nominees were Spencer, Spencer Ritchie, Ritchie, Corbin, Corbin Bone, Bone, and Sim Dewitt. Do it. it was hard. To, Nick, how would you even go about picking one of these guys? I mean, we did, but how would you?
2: Uh, I think I would go. I wouldn't pick the person that wasn't a real. blonde Spoilers. Wow.
0: <laughs> well Nick, I mean, we're not we're not debating. We all know who the winners are, right? No, <laughs> winners, I don't. we've got the envelopes and everything. <laughs> so you're just you're just revealing some of our criteria. Yeah. I understand. Um, but the winner is <gasps> Sam DeWitt Sam Wow We're pretty sure he's a natural And if he's not That's a world's best Bad job He is diligent then Great hair Sam But uh, Mm -hmm. the other guys It's really an honor Just to be nominated Yeah but congratulations Uh, This one I'm surprised we let Neck Even vote in this But we did Uh, Best Best Christian. Christian This one was probably The most hard fought um, it got downright, this one got downright <laughs> <laughs> Old Testament. What's
1: the first one?
0: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, this is the one only the crazies believe. Um, now, best Christian, our nominees were... Forrest, Forrest Lasso, Lasso, Tyler, Tyler Gibson, 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 Evan Newton, Deckel Canaan. <laughs> how do he sneak in there?
1: I mean, if you're talking Old Testament, he's...
0: <laughs> I am... Um, Nick, since uh, I won't have you spoil any more criteria, I'll let you just announce the winner. Who is this year's best Christian?
2: First into heaven. (laughs) Mr. 3F's Forest Lasso. Uh,
0: Agreed, because we agreed on that beforehand. Zach, you put up a good fight, and it was a winning fight. It was.
1: You know, if you can speak to the dead,
0: you're the best Christian. (laughs) (laughs) And how. Um, Folks, I didn't even know... Tyler Gibson was a Christian till I learned he attends the same church as Pride member Olivia. So folks, it's official. (laughs) We've seen him at (laughs) church. God bless. I spy with my little eyes. Tyler Gibson's tiny, tiny legs. (laughs) <laughs> I wanted to mention them at some point. <laughs> no wonder those things broke. I could snap them with a flick. Um, I hate to go negative, but maybe it's a positive because these guys just don't care. Worst dressed, worst of, the dressed of the year. Folks, there weren't a lot of nominees. Forrest, Forrest Lasso, Lasso, Jimmy, Jimmy McLaughlin. McLaughlin. <laughs> Jimmy's actually fine, but Zach, and the winner of Worst Dressed, unless you are from uh, Westchester, then you probably think Forrest Lasso is the best dressed. Who is your. Worst dressed of the year. Jimmy McLaughlin is the worst dressed.
1: And mm-hmm. um, he's the one on the team. If I saw him, you know, walking around somewhere, I'd. Probably... <laughs> <laughs> a... uh,
0: the Pride has their away watch parties at the Dime in Clifton. And an inside source tells me it was Jason that uh, <laughs> Jimmy was there a week previous trying to pick up some chicks. I assumed his line was, You're a freshman too? <laughs> <laughs> but that can't be confirmed uh, This year. ooh, this one was really hard-fought. I don't know how we picked but we did best, best coach. coach nominees were Johan, Johan Demet Austin, Austin Berry, Berry. Jack, Jack Stern. Stern and that's all <laughs> Jonah why don't you give us this one? Oh, uh, this one wasn't even close Johan <laughs> i don't know what you're doing but you earned an extension y'all thought i was going with jack stern he's too obvious he's jacked he's enthusiastic but johan's pulling the strings we don't see what he's doing but he's doing it i think all austin Berry does is uh tell him to jog on the sidelines <laughs> yeah you'll see uh we see it perfectly from section 122. Koch goes up put his puts his hand on austin Berry's shoulder and says blah 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 then austin Berry says over and says Coach says jog. <laughs> it's a tough job. <laughs> um, when, Plus,
2: Johan, didn't Johan? He's been kicked out of like multiple games, right?
0: I believe he has. That's a passion I can get behind. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but at the second Louisville game that I was with my brothers and not my brother, not Secondville, second half of the Louisville game. Uh, Jack Stern was kicking balls really hard from 15 yards away rips one directly into the side of Austin Berry's head It was fucking brutal. Austin Berry was down for 15 minutes on the ground This is pregame. Jack Stern never went over to even tap him on the shoulder and say sorry <laughs> Didn't say a word. He just kept doing what he's doing. This guy. Wow Powerful positivity. <laughs> he, he injures someone. He just keeps on moving doesn't even stop uh, This year's next Clier award Best Best ad board crash. crash. Mm, And there were some good nominees. I might have missed some. Our nominees were Danny Danny Koenig, Koenig, Danny Koenig, Forrest Forrest Lasso, Lasso, and Fernando Fernando Adi. Nick, what are your thoughts just on the ad board crashes in general? It's really something we should take care of before one of these guys gets seriously hurt.
2: Yeah, really. I mean, um, do we really need consumerism all up in our face that close? You know, I mean, no. Kevin, is that you?
0: Sorry. (laughs) Share the wealth. Zach, what are your thoughts? And then you can announce the big winner. Here's the envelope.
1: Yeah, <laughs> my thoughts are there are far too many. They need to scoot those fucking things back. It's ridiculous.
0: Forrest Lasso is the winner
1: because it was the most
0: brutal. <laughs> I enjoyed Danny Koenig's the most, but yes, Forrest Lasso, as we all unanimously agreed. <laughs> Winner of this year's Clier for Best Adboard Crash, Worst, worst Away, away game. game. Nominees are TFC2, TFC two, two, that's, that's Toronto folks, first. New York, York Bulls two, 2, or Richmond Kickers. Nick, Nick do you want to reveal the big winner for Worst, worst. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. and, <laughs> could forget, Louisville City. Nick, who was our unanimous choice? So. Open the envelope that I faxed you, and then you put in an envelope.
2: <laughs> the, the envelope, uh, this one, Um, I don't know. I think my daughter grabbed it. So would you mind (laughs) (laughs) announcing?
0: I'm going with... We're going with... (laughs) The Richmond Kickers. Yeah, Too obvious. Richmond, that place depresses me. What a bum out. They've got a fan section called the Red Army. It's five guys. But uh, congratulations. I'll be sending you your Clyer Award as soon as the FCC supporters get our fucking sword from the sword guy. Said we want a sword. Oh, wow. This one, folks, is going to below some minds best the FCC, FCC reporter. reporter and the nominees are Charlie Hatch, Paul Docherty, Sharon, Sharon Coolidge, Jeremy Rauch, Chuck, Chuck Wharton, Wharton Ken, Ken Brew, Brew Jason, Jason Williams, George, George Vogel, Vogel, Lindsay, Lindsay Patterson, Patterson, Zach <laughs>
2: You know, you
1: it's, just, it's an honor for all of them to be uh, <laughs> yeah, just to be, to no- be nominated.
0: <laughs> and I think you covered the whole spectrum. Oh, I'm like, uh, guys, this is embarrassing. I forgot someone. After <laughs> no. all of this, no, I did. No, it's embarrassing. At least Jesse. <laughs> okay, I forget. We work together. <laughs> <laughs> we worked to the roses, and then I forget you. Uh, but clearly, she didn't win because I forgot to even nominate her. Oh, that was embarrassing. I goofed on <laughs> that one. Uh, but yes, yeah, so the unanimous winner, and like again, I just want to say, just to be nominated puts you in a <laughs> <the> class above. <laughs> the winner of best SEC reporter, um, Nick's daughter stole this one too. Zach, please do me the honors. Oh man. You- Paul Doherty! <laughs> I love your even-keeled <laughs> takes. You always put things in perspective for me. You don't know shit about soccer. You don't care. <laughs> Neither do I. Love what you're doing. Uh, Jeremy Rouse, you were a close second. Uh, for the, this year's Clyre for the Just Like Just Us like Player, Us of, Player of, the year, of the Year, the nominees were Richie, Richie Ryan, Ryan, Corbin, Corbin Bone, Bone, Spencer, Spencer Richie. So who was the winner? this year's inaugural just like us player of the year award. I'd say the criteria is who's a player who's you know, it's just like us. <laughs> just one of the just one of the guys. I think this one was
1: unanimous. Please. Richie Ryan. <sighs> You're just like us. I've loved watching your children grow. <laughs> That's the oh. creepiest, <laughs> creepiest thing I've ever said. Um, but you know, yeah,
0: I was gonna say he, if you're getting uh, yeah. face
1: tattoos, I don't think you could be the just no. like us. And uh, Spencer Ritchie, you're you're not like anybody.
0: <laughs> you're an alien in the best way possible. I was, uh, I'm glad we all agreed beforehand on Richie Ryan because I was gonna say the same thing. Like I did, he's presenting his child in a more. You know, in a way we can all relate to. Corbin Bone, mostly pictures, but I've seen uh, Richie Ryan's kid knock over the garbage can. We've all been <laughs> there. Garbage everywhere. There it, was, it was basically empty. But yeah, and he, you know, he's kind of old like us, gets hurt like us. <laughs> he's Irish like us, according to Ancestry.com <laughs> and uh, according to Nick's hair. So uh, it's a big Irish podcast, whether we knew it or not. So congrats, Richie. Honestly, I think that's the most uh, important award. Of the whole cliers. What they're sell for more. Uh, for the best Lahood sponsorship. Uh, Nick, you definitely got the envelope back for this one. The nominees were Power Bar, whatever that watch brand is, and Umbro.
2: Nick. Oh uh, no, I'm just I'm really nervous over here pulling this out of the envelope and it seems as though my sweat has smudged. <laughs>
0: So, you worried about saying the wrong loops? I, re- I, I don't wanna, I don't wanna have, uh,
2: <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just, a, uh, <laughs> I don't have, I
0: don't have a quip ready for this, bro, so just, <laughs> you can really just, <laughs> eeny, meeny, miny.
2: Oh, oh, I can, it looks like it's the, uh, the watch. Yes, the watch.
0: yes, yes. But I don't know, it wasn't, is it really the best? Because I don't remember the watch I name. just didn't,
2: I didn't want to have a La La Land situation.
0: I understand. Congrats, though, on the watch. We will send the award to the watch company. Uh, <laughs> for this year's Clyre for most powerful example of world example peace, of the nominees were Nas and Deckel, Pa, pa Patty, and Patty, and, and Koch's goatee, go Zach. Zach. Well, this podcast has really been about two things and two
1: things only <laughs> soccer, and then the conflict in Israel and <laughs> Palestine. Therefore, there was never any doubt, Nas and Deckel. This one's for you.
0: Yeah. If these guys can play together, who can't? Kenny and Nas. (laughs) 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 Kenny and Nas can't play together. Uh, Lance Lang and Jimmy. um, Kenny's actually the most angry Baha'i you've ever seen. Uh, But (laughs) congrats, Nas and Deckel. We'll be sawing that bad boy in half. Wait till you see this thing. We'll be smashing soda streams on your behalf. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or drinking them. <laughs> one or the other. Uh, for this year's anti-West, Anti-West End West stadium West MVP, MVP, the nominees were the, the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Gardens Garden woman. You might know her from the intro. The, the dreadlocked, dreadlocked white, white woman. woman. Which one you're saying? I can't keep track. The Jeff Kappel, Cool hair, Lego head. <laughs> Sorry, I'm insulting all of them as I go. And Josh, and Josh Spring, Spring, featuring the security, security guard, guard who kicked him out, out of, the of the CPS, CPS meeting. meeting. Nick... <laughs> I know you love this (laughs) This is the perfect one for you
2: (laughs) open that envelope who is the
0: anti-west end stadium MVP
2: and the winner is Jeff Kappel
0: oh truly the most undeserving deserving member um shout out a
2: lot of work he put in a lot of work blocking people on Twitter
0: (laughs) Jeff Kappel is a true bitch um (laughs) there's a funny clip of uh I'll call him our very own Kevin (laughs) Who gave us the Western Conference minute? Uh, he speaks at the CPS meeting, and Jeff Kappel is next. And as Kevin's going to leave the room, and Jeff Kappel has started talking, he screams out, "You live in Blue Ash!" And it's a great, <laughs> it's a great moment. And he's, he's, you he can tell it throws him off his game. Uh, thanks. Uh, so that was fun. He does live in Blue Ash. <laughs> Fuck off, Kappel. Uh Guys. This is late in the night, you know, when the heavy-hitting awards start coming one after another. We've got the technical ones out of the way. This year's choir for Dat Dude's Greatest Moment! Dat Dude! The nominees were... Gotta make sure my voice is right for this one. Discovering the pitfalls pitfalls of polyamory. polyamory. Incensed reaction to the Adi signing. Questioning Questioning if he would would attend the home opener opener after an off-season of endless excitement. Seeking a weapon weapon for his late-night OTR strolls. strolls. Or... Everything leading up to the MLS bid, including threatening violence and infiltrating rival team's local Reddit pages. Wow, those are so- some impressive nominees. All of them would be worthy of a clyre this year. But only one gets the award. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Not now, son! (laughs) Zach, who's the winner? We we'll got one more award, kids! <laughs> There's a
1: lot of debate about this one. If Jonah's kid doesn't stop knocking on the f- fucking door, I swear <laughs> to
0: God. Mayor! We got two more awards! One more minute!
1: <laughs> so, that dude's greatest moment of the season. I'm not sure if I'm gonna attend the home opener.
0: Uh, yeah, the forecast at the time, I believe, was low 60s. It ended up being quite cold. But yes, after his endless posting all season long, his excitement was through the roof for roster signings and everything under the sun. When it came down to it, he was going to skip the game because it might be chilly. And Folks, if that doesn't sum up that dude, really nothing does. Yeah,
1: some of these other moments were a lot funnier, a lot more depressing, <laughs> a lot more infuriating, but this really, really just sums him up. Tells you everything you need to know.
0: This year's collier for Koch's greatest moments, the nominees were getting rid of Lance Lang, playing Corbin Bone until the point of injury, not using his third sub for half the games, not impressing Zach enough, and not doing what we want exactly when we want it. Nick, who? what is Koch's greatest, <laughs> greatest
2: moment of the year? Well, honestly, let me make sure I'm reading this right on the envelope here. Um, yeah, yeah, and this this makes sense. It's uh, not doing what we want. I mean, it's pretty obvious what we want, and I have no idea why he just does not do that.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I don't know, but, like, read our mind, Koch. A hell of a season. <laughs> and finally, for the Best Picture, basically, award of the year, Best, best Moment, best of, moment the of the Regular season. season. The nominee is Nazmi's, Nazmi's Miss Chip. chip. I don't even remember what team we were playing. I'll read this one myself. And the winner is... Nazmi's missed chip. <laughs> Folks, 90% of you probably don't even know what I'm talking about. He scored in the game that he missed the chip, didn't he? <laughs> I think he did. Definitely. Kind of <laughs> to <wasn't>... Deal. Yeah. <laughs> but... Na- Nazmi's about outside of the box. He puts the most delicate little baby touch on the ball. <laughs> Doesn't even get above the guy's <laughs> shoulders. It was adorable. And I knew at that moment we were in for one hell of a ride this season. <laughs> So Nazmi's Miss Chip, you are officially the best moment <laughs> of the regular season. And any award show that ends on a note that high is a winner. So I want to thank everyone who participated in the Cliers this year. Special shout out to uh, FCC Discord. I solicited some questions or some nominations. I don't know if I used any or a bunch of them. I honestly don't remember. Probably had a few. Best Blonde I feel like was a Discord one. But thanks for your assistance for uh, the award categories, and I hope everyone enjoyed them as much as the winners did, including um, Kosh not doing everything we want and uh, Nazmi's miss chip. Final thoughts on the week before we get effing crazy in the playoffs, Zach? No, it was a
1: pretty fun game. Can't wait for Saturday. <laughs> Nick, you'll be there sitting with me, I hope.
0: I sure will. Great. Nice. All right, uh, Nick, your final thoughts on everything Why? and anything.
2: Just thinking about How Mark Village processed the uh, information once Koch posted up in the locker room, the starting 11, which he probably didn't post, but in my head, that's the way it plays out.
0: I'll tell you what, he's currently etching his name in a halfway house somewhere (laughs) in the wood banister. That's a Shawshank Redemption reference, folks. (laughs) Don't look that up. Uh, But yeah, poor Village, so I'll give you another chance to say something profound. (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, uh, I'm pretty pleased with the way that they have have played the last couple games, especially last night. I don't know. I think we've turned a corner. I think the next time we meet. Blowout city. Yes. Yes, sir.
0: All right. Well, this is either the last time you'll hear from us during the season, or there could be four more. Or, I mean, no, there's at least one more. So, there will be one more episode, or four more. And let's hope there's four more. My final thoughts, um, Clyers forever, Louisville never, Bat Brennan are bad. (laughs) You'll get a nomination next year. Just keep your nose to the grindstone. For a different award. (laughs) Most angered Zach has been. No, Pat Brennan liked a personal tweet of mine, so I'm nothing if not easy. Pat Brennan, you're cool with me. (laughs) Just keep liking them tweets. Rise together!